episode 35 of Squad by the Bell. How's it going, guys? It's me, Martin Rizzo, and welcome back. I am excited. I have a special guest today, George Wang, and we are doing a crossover episode again, and we're going to get drunko. Let's do this, guys. Oh, my gosh. So, George... Hooked it up with a beer, and it's 10% alcohol. It's 10%. Remember last time? How, how, how were you last time? Remember when you were drinking those uh, rogue beers? I was, dude, I was dead. I was in there. I was drunk. Thankfully, my girlfriend lives like a couple blocks down. Okay. So I was able to just crash there, you know, because I was drunk, man. Really? Good thing I didn't crash, but I did crash in the bed, you know? Good, there he is. Better than crashing. Okay, you know what? Better than just like, you know, knocking out or something. Better than crashing into something. Oh, <laughs> I see what you mean. Like, mm. crash, crash. Yeah, that's good, so, dude. we have exciting news. Me and Rizzo have some really exciting... You want to be the one to tell him? Hey, story? man, you want... Dude, let's do it at the same time. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, we're doing a taping, and uh, thanks to Rizzo and his friend, I guess he met some guy who wants to uh, shoot a pilot for Amazon Prime, right? Yeah, so this guy I've known for a long time, man. Me and this guy used to work together at Radio Shack. Radio Shack, I'm drunk. Radio Shack, I'm Radio drunk Shack. already. I don't, like I, like you said, I don't drink. No, 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 it's okay, it's okay. So you used to work with him at Radio Shack? I used Shack. to work at Radio Shack with him. And then uh, he he went to school to like the, uh, he went to like the New York Film academy or the la uh, the new york film school okay so he was already like a director and he was he's already like he already shot like a whole bunch of like uh independent stuff he was actually the first guy to the first guy to pay me for my first acting gig no way yeah it was like okay. in 2008 it was like a music video for a band and he just needed me to go skate like by uh venice beach and like uh no malibu yeah i had a few of those yeah so i was I remember I was just. Do you know skating. what music video was for? I don't remember, dude. It was for like an indie band. Okay. So I remember I was just skating. I was doing a couple of tricks on the boardwalk, and after that, I I did a wall ride like on a on a wall. And after shit. that was it. After that, he gave me fifty bucks. I was like, oh shit, dude! Fifty bucks now is still a lot, man. You know what's cool though? When you think about guys like that, it's all the time. It makes me happy when people stick with the shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You yeah. know how many people like that end up coming back around? And you're like, whoa, what the fuck, dude? Maybe you had, like, one time you guys kicked it, like, years ago. Mm. He's barely going to school. Yeah, yeah. And now that he's, like, solidified, he's, like, ready to do, he's ready to work. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And that that's the cool thing about, like, I, I just think it's important to always kind of keep good contacts around. Because mm. you never know who's going to end up being someone to help you. Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm glad I never burned bridges with him. But so, you, how did you reconnect with him? You were in Mexico? Um, no, no, um... We've always uh, been friends, like, on Facebook, you know, for, like, all these years. Mm -hmm. And what's it called? Yeah, after that, he hit me up. He was like, hey, I really want to uh, talk to you about a project I'm working on. Like, he he wanted to, uh, he's working on this, uh, like, paranormal kind of movie, like, kind of like a paranormal activity movie. Mm -hmm. But then he was like, we were talking about stand-up. He was like, so, um, stand-up must be, like, how does that, you know, how do specials work? How does that, you know? And I told him, dude, stand-up is, like, seriously, like, the cheapest form of entertainment to produce. Right. That's the last comic stand always keeps coming back, like, every other year, you know? Because it's, like, it's really not much to no. produce. No, really, it yeah. isn't. You just need a stage. And a camera and lighting. Like, yeah, that's it. Lighting. You, don't need a you don't need to pay actors. A lot of it is, a lot of it is like, non-union, you know? Yeah, that's true. Mm. So, yeah, I did that. So, we were talking about that, and, yeah. And he was like, dude, because he... 
he produces content for Amazon Prime, so he just shoots as much stuff as he can, mm-hmm. as he as. Um, so he he's got stuff on there currently right now. I think he does, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, and the thing about stand up, dude, even like that show Fox on Laughs, it's like very cheaply produced, but yeah. it's on TV. But yeah. every, you know what I notice? All the comedy things on TV, they look really bad production. It always looks bad production on TV, <laughs> so it's like even the one with the the, it's like a comedy guessing game. Have you seen that one? Which one's that one? But they'll have like really good comedians, but it's so like bad production value. But, I mean, Tiffany Haddish just did it recently, and she's like... What channel is this on? Channel 9. What's it called? At 1 a.m. Dude, on the same... I'm not lying. It was, like, fluffy. Really? Uh, like this Tiffany isn't, Haddish? This isn't old. This is, like, before they yeah, were Yeah, my big? friend was a contestant. It was, like, two months ago. Really? And all these people were there on, like, Channel 9 at, like, 1 a.m. Is that kind of like how it is with, like, Comics Unleashed? A little bit, but then you're kind of like, some of them are, you know, not to say anything bad about Shao Nine, but you're like, oh, I thought maybe the career is a little, a little bigger than this, you know? Yeah. Like, but I guess they probably pay really good. They have to if they can get Tiffany Haddish. I remember I think it was Gabriel Iglesias. I mean, yeah, these people that get paid, paid. These guys so. are, these are millionaires, you know? So basically how it works is like, if you get stumped on a question, you have to ask the comedian to help you. Oh, it's kind of like... Kind of like Hollywood Square. Oh, Hollywood Square. Okay, that's cool, man. I remember just uh, and the thing about yeah, like stand up is the cheapest form of entertainment to produce. That's why, like, yeah, like later night you'll see stand up shows, you know. Mm -hmm. All you really need is audio and a good camera. Exactly. That's why I'm like, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go shoot my special soon because I'm like, all you need is a cool little looking theater, add a cool little backdrop, you know, and just. A good like three good cameras, one shooting you, one on the side, mm-hmm. and then one shoot uh, pointing cu- to the yeah, audience. And a couple close-ups. Couple, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but, I'm like, um, yeah. So this location we got. Um, if you guys want to know, it's called the Skip Town Playhouse. It's in L.A. Um, if you guys just um, Google it, Skip Town, and then uh, you you'll be able to get the address. But from the looks of it, I don't think we're gonna have room. I think we're gonna have to turn people away. Ah oh, man, that's why like we're gonna have to do two shows. We're gonna do standing room, or we're gonna. I really want to try to accommodate everybody. I've been really trying to reach out to other places to see if they can let us use their. Uh... You know, I was gonna say too. Make sure the people that sit audience. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, no comedians wait, no, sitting yeah. out. No, no. Uh, we no, want people yeah. there to like really laugh. Mm. Like how shady would a special be if it was all comedians watching? Me? Oh, that'd be horrible, dude. You'd be like the worst special. Like no one would be laughing. Yeah, you'd be like, ha, ha. I can do. Wow, why am I not on this? You know? Yeah. Or maybe at some point, maybe when you riff, they'll laugh. Yeah. But like material, <laughs> really, they don't really laugh. That's why I like how it is nowadays with stand up. Cause like, yeah, even even stuff that's on Netflix or all that stuff, it's not that high production quality. But it's fucking, it's very like in the like indie, you know. It's super indie. Like um, like even Viceland when they shoot like comedy shows, sometimes they have comedy on there. Dude, yeah, yeah. Look at a Viceland. Sometimes they'll even film stuff like at houses, you know. That's cool. Yeah, like they'll film stuff at houses, so it just gives like like this whole gritty feel of stand-up comedy you know, well like that's kind of like you know um like this underground vibe that comedy has you know well i'm glad that they do that because that's kind of like what we go through yeah. i go through that exactly yeah but I mean, you honestly should... those are the ones that pay you money those house ones the house ones yeah private... or the backyard gigs yeah the private ones yeah, yeah those are fun dude i remember my friend jose b he uh he doesn't really he doesn't really do that much comedy anymore he, like, he hasn't done comedy in a while 
because he he's a family guy. He has like three kids. Mm-hmm. But I remember before, dude, he used to produce dope ass comedy shows in his backyard. Like him and his dad would fucking make like backdrops out of uh, styrofoam. They would paint it, but it will look very good. Where like it will look like it's made out of wood. And dude, he will pack these fucking backyard shows out like crazy, man. I have a friend that's similar. Um, he has a thing called Inside Joke. And so what his deal is, is like he guts out his whole house, mm. turns his kitchen into a green room. Really? Like you walk up and it's obviously the dude's house. Yeah, but, like, but it looks cool. He's got like the red carpet where you take the pictures, the backdrop, ah. but it's like construction paper. Oh yeah. <laughs> but he like drew his own logo. Like, But it looks cool, right? Yeah, dude. It's almost like, you know, that type of, cre- that like kid, it's almost like that, that kid's creativity where... They put on the talent show for the blog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's just that sweetness about it, mm. which I feel like, God, this is really, really awesome because you could just do whatever you want. Yeah. Nowadays, we just film it, dude. That's, I love and I think it's fucking awesome. Like, yeah, it's like his fucking house is a comedy club. Yeah. That's... And you like walk through the kitchen and the uh-huh. grandma's in there and like... <laughs> grandma's in there? Yeah, but he like full-on turns the living room with you know he's got the chairs he's got the spotlight yeah and he has it every year man dude that's cool man that's why i'm like oh man i love how it is nowadays you know it's stand-up like how you can just be your independent producer and just fucking film all that shit yourself and put it yeah, out there on now YouTube. it's like you know you really don't need anyone at Hell all no man that's like dude you really don't need to depend on even clubs. Yeah, dude, fuck. Cl- okay, I don't want to say fuck. And you clubs. don't want to say fuck clubs, but we all know how clubs are. It's like yeah. clubs are like the radio. Radio gatekeepers. They tell you you're not good enough, and I'm like, dude. And they and I get it. They have the same, like the radio, right? Who do we hear on the radio? Migos. Yeah. You know, it's the same shit all yeah. the time. So I feel like the comedy clubs, they have their same people oh, yeah, they all said, the yeah. time. Like they, the top 40s. And you can't, you know, the, what's hard about comedy is like, you can't just go into any of these places. No, no, you can't like just. You be... literally have to homie it out like for a minute and like know For a good minute, and... bro. So it's more of like a family tree, you yeah. know, that you have to find a way to like get in there. Yeah. And, and sometimes for some people that struggle is too real, man. It's hard, you know? I'm not. The thing about me. I'm not an ass kisser, bro. Yeah. I can't be hanging out at a club and be like, oh, you're cool, you're awesome, you're great. I'm like, I, I'd rather go. And that's and that's the kind of thing I always like had in me when I was younger doing stand-up. Like, instead of hanging out at a club, I was like, I'm going to go do a spot, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go do a spot instead of hanging out. I, I think the same, too. Like, you know, with no disrespect to open mics because we've all gone through them, but just knowing how it is now... If you were to ask me, like, hey, let's go to this open mic, like, that's an hour away, and wait, like, two hours, or do this, I'd probably do the fuck this, like, yeah, way... Yeah, that's not me, too. I'm <laughs> like, I'm gonna, uh, nah, uh, thank you, but I'm gonna stay home and record a video, do a podcast. Because you need to know your goal, too, right? Yeah. It's like, um, you know, a lot of people, they just keep going, and then they don't, it's like, you're getting a lot better at comedy, but what's your goal? Yeah, exactly. Do you want a following? Do you want to connect to people? Because, like, if you do, you have to go at it more than one way. You can't just, 
it can't just be stand up. Uh, yeah. Sadly, but that's how it is now. You Nowadays, have to have a podcast. You have to have sketch. You have to have in social media. Yeah, yeah. Which is probably like it's huge, crucial, man. Crucial, dude. Crucial. But um, yeah, I just feel like the old style of like just getting up and stuff. It's it's not as it's not as effective. No, man, it's over, dude. It's it's done. It's um, it's not. I, I mean. It's also luck, too. I mean, it could be luck nowadays, you know. You could just kill it at an open mic or at a show. The right person sees you. That's it, you know. But then, again, trying to put all your eggs in that one basket, trying to hoping that it's going to be like that all the time. Yeah. You're kind of just, um, you're flying blind, you know. So, it's like, focus on all things, too, you know. Like, I'm not saying don't do stand-up, you know. Don't do that drive at the open mic, you know. You do what you want to do, man. But I'm not, when I was younger, I... I would I, I would have fucking done that like in a heartbeat, you know? Right. I'd be like, oh fuck yeah, okay, an hour, hell yeah. How long how long sets do we get? Oh, ten minutes? Hell yeah. I can do ten minutes of like a material, fuck yeah, an hour away. I don't care. Riverside, let's do this, but let's now do this. No, but now no. Hell no, man. I got bills to pay, bro. You got yeah. bills to pay. You know, the reality sets in and it's like, you know, guys like me and you right now, this is this is half my income. Yeah. You yeah, know, man. every fucking I hate it when they, they actually will tell you, like, hey, man, come down, and then you know that they're charging at the door. And yeah, and they don't pay you. Like, who? I don't I don't understand how people think that way. Like, yeah. I get, okay, I get if it's we're starting out, we're doing open mic shit, and we're, like, in the circle. Yeah. It's not like that, because we're, like, all comedians, so we're, yeah. like, just work your shit out, right? It's about, like, going and doing spots. When it comes to full-on production... And you know, one guy's getting paid. Yeah. And you don't want to shell out that 20 or 30 or 40 or whatever, uh, whatever it is. They just want to pay the headliner and like yeah. fuck everyone else. Exactly, man. Fucking shit. Fucking mad, bro. Hey, it's almost 4th of July, dude. Yeah, I know, man. What's dude, your plans for 4th of July? I'm just going to chill with my girlfriend, dude. Um, Do you have any like... This is our first 4th of July together. Are you going to stay local? Yeah, probably just say local. We're gonna go probably uh, check out the the parks. I was thinking on Master Park they have a really they put on a really good show there. Like the firecracker. Yeah, show. here in Alhambra, or maybe go to the beach. I don't know something cool like that. You know, check out. The I've noticed lately people have been going fucking nuts, and I didn't like realize Fourth of July. Or? Well, I didn't realize it was so close. Yeah, fucking like this is like midweek Fourth of July. It's, it's kind of weird, dude. Two days ago it was rent. Now it's like 4th of July, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> it's like no one even has money for fucking firecrackers or anything. Exactly. things are so dead. Yeah, it's funny. When you're younger, you're like, I don't get it. How come you don't buy me fireworks, mom? Now it's like, oh, I get it. Okay, cool. Well, I think Rudy Moreno has that joke about like how how the fireworks, it's like borderline. Like these are not even, they're explosives. Yeah. At a certain point, it's like, how is this entertaining? Yeah. It's like, really loud. Exactly, yeah. And... It's scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially in East LA, dude. It's you, weird. You're you're by East LA, dude. You might, it, it gets crazy in East LA on 4th of July. It's like a war, bro. Does anyone ever get like really hurt? Like just blown up? Like, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure, man. That? Yeah. I mean, I think if you're a gangbanger, 4th of July is the perfect time to go do some fucking drive-by. Fucked up shit. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, just mix in with the fireworks. Yeah. Do you feel like if uh, an M80 can kill someone? I think 
if you put in the right place. Like, if you put it in your asshole, would it blow you up? Oh, fuck. It'll open you up, bro. Like really? A fucking, I think so. so. I think you'll... M80 is, like, a, in a way, like a small stick of dynamite. Oh, like yeah. That. You put it in your butt, it explodes, and you probably just bleed to death, dude. That sounds nasty. Are you like, a big firework guy? Nah, nah. I, I, I'm the guy that likes to watch the fireworks, you know? You know there's always that guy who he just spends all his money on it? Hell like, no, dude. He I, buys those packages yeah. at, the, at the kiosk. Yeah, I but like the best one. Like I'm telling you, the best. If you don't buy good fireworks, if the guy at the fireworks stand is at least missing four fingers, those are good fucking fireworks, bro. If the guy, the good ones, I'll tell you if it's good. You don't even know. They're not even like. You can't just go to. It. No, no. It's always like sketchy. Like you have to go to some homie's pad. You, you uh, got it's not like you know what I mean because he's got the shit that you, yeah I think it's legal. Yeah, you, you gotta go to, like, the hood where, like, the guy fucking steals fireworks from Disneyland. Do you have a favorite firework? Uh, like, Piccolo Pete? Like, let's uh, let's go off the classics. Remember Piccolo Pete? Which one's that one again? Is it so, just the... The one that shoots up? Yeah, that one's cool, man. Do you remember the trick where you would hammer it? Oh, and, like, you get all the fucking powder together at the end, at the end <laughs> of, like... And it shoots out everywhere? Yeah, at the end of the fucking, uh, your fireworks, you just collect all the powder, put it in the middle, and just light it or something like that? Something, yeah. or you smash it, too. And it makes it go like oh, yeah. really crazy. Yeah. So there's so I, a lot. I just there's the, right there's now. the morning glory. There's the uh, piccolo pee. I like the. There's the sparkler. <laughs> oh wait, how about the? <laughs> yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I don't know what, what's that called. They're kind of cool, but they're just like. Yeah. It's kind of annoying because it goes by so fast. Yeah. I see the thing about me. I don't like buying the but fireworks. They, I don't I, like I, buying I, them. I admire the it's people. Definitely it's, for me, it's a waste of fucking money. Exactly, dude. But you know what I do like is every now and you know it's true. You always have that one homie who's got the rocket fucking bottle launchers. Oh, yeah. And you actually shoot the. Yeah, the those. Ones in yeah. There. So the ones that you those see in the sky, are those are illegal, right? Those are the ones that you see at Disneyland, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my homie. It's pretty cool, dude. What, how like, does he steal them? Does he steal them from Disneyland? It literally feels like a grenade launcher. So really? my homie, he has a. It's yeah, like, how do you place those? So you it puts on the ground and you put it in like a fucking rocket. And even really? when you know how when shoot shit shoots out, it shoots out like a rocket too. It really? Boom, boom. Oh, like that? <laughs> boom. And then it does the the fucking yeah. sparkling in the air. If you shot that at somebody, would they die or not? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. It's you know? weird. It seems like you you would, but maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Or maybe it wouldn't even go off. Yeah. There's a. a it's crazy to think like who's the first dude who was just like, "Yo, bro, I got a good idea." Just make some fireworks. Let yeah, me... like. There was someone who invented it. Asian, uh, China. China, yeah. Chinese we did, people, we yeah, yeah. They invented the fireworks, yeah. I heard a story. Oh, there's a story in the news like four years ago, um, in Orlando, Florida. The guy that used to be Gaston at Disney World, mm-hmm. the guy that would dress up as Gaston, he died because he uh, for Fourth of July, 2014, he tried to blow up a fucking firework off his head and he fucking like instantly died. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. No one blows up like Gaston. God. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. No one blows up like Gaston. Oh, shit. Gaston died. I've never had it in me to do anything that's, like, borderline, like, where I could get really hurt. If anything, the closest thing, i probably put fireworks on my skateboard to try to see if it could shoot me, but no. Yeah, like, dumb shit like that, but, you know, nothing's going in my butt. Hell no. Nothing's going on my head. No, fuck that shit, dude. You know, I'm not letting people shoot me with them. Mm. 
I see. I would not be good for jackass. Jackass. I can't fucking talk. Jackass. How's this beer? Do you feel like you're gonna buzz? It's pretty strong. Huh? It's, it feels good, dude. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm slurring for sure, man. Can you um, do comedy buzz? Are you? Can you do? Is it throw you off? Um, let me tell you about this, dude. I used to do. I used to drink a lot before. Like five years ago, I was really, like, I was a fucking drunk dude. You're always just sipping. I was always drunk, bro. Every show I'd go to, because I know you know, think about comedy. It's so easy for us to get drinks for free. Yeah, it's it, you get fucking. Or just, sometimes you get paid in drinks. Yeah, sometimes you get paid in drinks. That's true. And what's weird too is when I go, like last weekend, I did the show with Rudy. None of them drink. Uh huh. So they all gave me their tickets. Oh no, dude! I had like fourteen or fifteen drink tickets. Really? Like I couldn't even finish them. It's never been where like <laughs> yeah. it's too much. Yeah. It's always like I don't have enough drink tickets. <clears throat> now you have this problem of having too many drink tickets. But if you think about the bare minimum, like it's kind of cool, right? Oh like, yeah, fuck yeah! Like that we get to go get free drinks and then like <laughs> tell jokes. We know and get paid. Like it's like I know how it feels. It'll be, be like... nice if I come home and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> you know it feels so good. Yeah. Now I, we know how it feels to be a chick, man, getting free drinks. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Especially, like, I always feel like you you know if you did well if someone buys you a drink after your set. I remember my trick was... Like, if they don't stop you when you, you know when you buy a drink. Usually, yeah. if you're funny, a guy will be like, his drinks, I'll cover his drink. Yeah, I got him. You but want a you drink? if you don't get that, I feel like you didn't kill him. <laughs> when I was at my height of drinking a lot, dude, when I'd be on stage and I was doing good... I'd stop halfway and be like, all right, if you guys want to buy me a drink, uh, I drink Blue Moons. And they would send That will fucking drinks. work, man. And they like, would send drinks up the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would send drinks up the stage. Or when I get off, they'd be like, this, uh, the waitress would be, all right, here, these are for you. And I would have like fucking four free drinks, dude. Dude, that's the way to do it, man. It if, you fucking, if you're killing on stage and you're like, if, if anybody wants to buy me a fucking drink, I would say even say that, do that for karaoke, maybe. Do you remember the phase? Like, I went through a phase of just drinking. Yeah. Like, that's that was my my hobby. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, like, I wasn't doing comedy. I stopped skating. Uh-huh. So I had this really in-between phase where I hung out with, like, Asians who went clubbing. Oh, dude. And it was all about getting drunk. drunk. Getting fucking faded and lit. And, and I think about those then... years, I'm like, what a fucking waste of time. Waste of time, waste fucking of money. DUIs, waste of money. Had the worst haircut ever. Like, what, 80 like, bucks a night? My style went to shit. Because <laughs> I started doing club clubber style. Like, Ed Hardy? No, just, like, fucking, like, button, like, you mm. know, in bunch shirts, turtlenecks. Really? Like, really GQ. I started shopping at Aldo's. Like, I thought oh. that's what girls like. Yeah. And it's, it's like, now you have to, like, force me to wear something What age nice. was that, like? I went through, like, my 20s. Your 20s, yeah. Well, what happened, I was, I was a diehard skater, and then yeah. 18 comes, I meet a girl. Who's just a party animal. And all we do is party. Yeah. So I get introduced to the Asian clubbing world. Yeah. Which, you know, in the How 90s, is that? How is it cool, man? It was very, like, secret society. Really? Because, you know, while a lot of guys were just, like, you know, going to a bar and going home, 
when I would party with these people, I mean, these people were fucking rich, first of all. Really? Because I was partying with the guys who threw the parties. Oh, yeah. So the after party would be like some mansion in the hills. Right. And the guy who drives an orange Lamborghini wears zebra pants. San Gabriel Valley or what? Yeah, just super really? like Asian. Like, I have like, all, they're like so rich, but none of them, it's all like dirty money, a it, lot of it. Uh, damn. A lot of it's like. Um, some sort of a scam thing. Hit or... these fools up right now, bro. Where are they at? <sighs> the worst was I remember going back to this party in the hills, and this is how I met my girlfriend. Monterey Park Hills. It was like, you know how like if you go to a nice party, they serve like hors d'oeuvres on trays, and would you like another sir like at weddings and shit? Like, uh... imagine that with drugs. What like cocaine? <laughs> like dudes walking around. Would you like a bump? It was like, really? Uh, would you like some e? What? Uh, no, dude, I just smoked weed, but no one smoked weed. Yeah, they did just hardcore yeah, like, weed. You're too ghetto for yeah, weed. Yeah, like, yeah. Nah, we don't do that. Oh stuff. hell no, dude! I like, would you had die. To do, like cocaine. And nah, weed, that's crazy, and dude. It was just like, it was to for me. It was fucking too much. Yeah, because I mean, I'm not into you, laser shows. You get lit with like beer and weed, you know? I'm a beer and weird. So imagine being a skater who's just like beer and weed your whole life. That's yeah. as hard as you went to like. You know, laser light shows. Oh, yeah. oh that's too crazy, man. And some guy wants to fucking put, like, Vicks Vapor Rub on my nose. For like, what? I'm not rolling. Oh. Because is... when you're rolling on E, menthol, eucalyptus, anything of that, it enhances your, your E high. Really? So I don't know if you've ever seen people on ecstasy. Uh-huh. It's almost like heroin. Uh-huh. It's just, like, complete euphoria. Damn, so, like, knocked out. your stimulation is, like, out of 10. Dude, so you're not aware. You look fucked up. I would not want to be on that shit. And dude. I'm like, could you like, if, unless you're on that with them, it's cool because you're all vibing, yeah. all fucked up. But if you're on weed, you're like, what is going on? Yeah, it's a trip. It is a trip. And I just had never, ever, ever, ever been exposed to that. And world. that was your uh, phase right there. Yeah, I went through this phase, but it wasn't me, man. It, what you just didn't feel it. To be honest, where I'm at now is me, but it took me. 15 years of cleaning up all this bullshit to just get back to who I was. Get back to basics. Because we all come out into this world and we kind of have an idea of what we are. But you don't know what you are until... Well, you figure it out. Like, for me, I knew in high school who I was. Like, I was all about having fun and skating. And, like, like, making people laugh. And, like, everyone was just like, don't change, don't change. Like, Peter Pan, don't change. But what happened to Peter Pan in Hook? He needed to... He he, fucking changed. He wanted to fuck bitches. No, he became, like, (laughs) a fucking normal guy. Yeah. And they had to remind him, like, no, you're Peter Pan. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You can fly. Yeah. He didn't even... And I just felt like, fuck, dude. You know, at the end of the day, when you just uncover all those layers, you're just... This is what we're supposed to do. Exactly. Dude, I've had that same revelation. I'm kind of drunk right now. So before, like before my whole, I remember when I went through my phase, it was like my, I, I was always doing comedy, you know? Yeah. I was doing comedy before I turned 21. So for me, I went through the whole, I mean, I'll drink from time to time, you know? I'll drink like every once a month now, which is enough for me, you know? Like the thing, okay, the thing about me, everybody in my family, they have an addictive, uh, what's it called? Uh, personality. Personality. Oh, shit, with, like, so, drinking and stuff. Oh, dude, a lot of my family members, they've been addicted to fucking drugs, fucking uh, heroin, crystal meth, alcohol. So, I've had, like, relatives have died from, like, uh, liver. Oh, really? Yeah. So, the about me... So, wait, the people that have died from the liver shit was from drinking? Drinking, yeah. So, the about me is I know how to control it, you know? Right. But when I drink, 
I don't want to stop drinking. I want to keep drinking, you know? Right. Like, I, I think want... that's everyone's problem. Yeah, and, and, and that's why like, I, I don't drink that much. Any, I don't drink anymore, really. Because when I have a drink, I want to get... I, I want to get to the point where I just want to fucking pass out, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, you just want to get fucked up. I just want to get fucked up, man. But, like, I know how to control it now, and that's why I only drink, like, once, like, every once a month. Because before when I, I drank it, I drank every day. Mm. And there was a period when I fucking got fucked up every night, dude. I got fucked up every night. And I remember at the Sunset Room, because I used to host the Sunset Room. So I remember, like, every Monday, I'd be I'd get free drinks, man. And you just go there. And get go in there, up. get three margaritas, get two fucking blue moons, get fucked up. I'd be on stage drunk as fuck. Um, what did you think for your sets? Did it did it did it matter? Like whether you did it drunk or stoned? Do you feel like you're better sober? I'm better sober. Yeah. I mean, there was times when I would I get like a... have that fight in my head. Uh huh. I mean, okay, th- there is a perfect little what's it called gray area when I am a little buzzed. I'm very loose, so I've had some of my best sets when I'm I've been kind of buzzed. Mm-hmm. Been the, and people have told me, dude, that was fucking funny. Or if I get too drunk. I fucking suck, dude. I, yeah. I I slur, so I remember I I'd get to the point where like after the shows I would go to uh, the, uh, at the sensor room in Hacienda Heights. Me and Flacco would go drive to fucking Carl's Jr. I had to go throw up so I can eat and sober up. I remember throwing up and we'd be next to a fucking Deja Vu at the strip club. Mm-hmm. I, and through the fence, I'd throw up and I'd hear girls be like, oh my gosh, somebody's throwing up. And i eat a fucking hamburger. And this is after one of your shows. Yeah. I eat a hamburger, go home. And you know when you like go to sleep and you like everything's fucking spinning? And not only that, you feel like shit because you ate the hamburger. Yeah. yeah. And I used to fucking, dude, it's been, okay. A Every lot of people, single day you'd repeat, repeat, yeah. do it again. A lot of people don't know this, but I was fucking... I, I was a smoker. Smoking weed? Smoking cigarettes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, it's been a year since I quit. I officially quit smoking. I, a lot of people in comedy have like quit. In, the, in, the, in comedy, it's easy to smoke because... And thank God he did because now I'm uh, now that I don't smoke. I think it's gross. Cigarettes? You used to smoke cigarettes. I used to a lot. It's horrible, it's right? so bad. You don't feel good. It's you feel tired. It's dumb fucking decision. It's funny because the whole thing about you going back to how like, you thought it was you, I thought it was me. I thought it was okay. I'll smoke a cigarette and that's me. You know, that's my thing, smoking cigarettes. And I'll, let me tell you, dude, I was addicted for fucking 10 years. I was smoking cigarettes for 10 years. I smoked a long time too, man. And little by little, I, I went to only smoking one cigarette a day. And that'd be my last cigarette of the, of the day. So I'd leave my pack of cigarettes home. I would go do whatever I had to do, comedy, stuff like that. i go home, and I'd always be looking forward for that last cigarette of the night, you know? Right. Before I go to sleep, after a long days of work and comedy, stuff like that, I'd light up my cigarette. And that will kind of... Because, you know, cigarettes have, like, that fucking carbo... What's it called? Mm-hmm, the carbon monoxide or Yeah, something. and it makes you fucking sleepy, so it'd be perfect to go to sleep. And the re- the reason I stopped, I quit, is because one time I was very sick. I had uh, some kind of... Bronchitis. Bronchitis. And I couldn't smoke, so after that, I knew if I kept smoking... Yeah, it I just was... gets worse. So I stopped, and after that, it's been a year, dude. I feel fucking better. I feel energized. I like it. I like who I am now, man. I love it. It's just a bad fucking habit. Yeah, it, it is nasty. Really, I only did it, honestly, because of stupid friends and girlfriend. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I always at some point always got with a girl who smoked, and because she smoked, I thought it would be something we can do together. Yeah, it's nasty. Which ends dude. up being something really negative. It is, dude. But like you guys are there smoking cigarettes and then making out with that cigarette breath yeah. and the uh, hand smell yeah. and the clothes smells all the time. Ugh. It's so nasty, dude. I can't I'm believe. Not even it. into the vaping thing. Like I tried that because I worked for that company and they're giving me all this shit. Like that whole box is all. I'm just like. Yeah. Even that is like, dude, if I want to have a fruit punch, I'll just drink it, dude. <laughs> Instead of smoking smoke, a fruit punch? I don't need to smoke fucking papaya, dude. That's, <laughs> not... That's nasty, dude. Smoking cigarettes. Like, people, I know I have friends that smoke cigarettes, and, like, I hope you guys quit soon, because it's, it's bad. It's, it's a bad, bad habit. It's bad, dude. You don't feel energized. You feel tired. And like what trips me out is like when I go to the when I go to the gym mm-hmm. and I see people smoking cigarettes before or after the gym. Like they're usually Asian dudes. Yeah, I don't know. A stereotype. lot of them are fucking Asian how, dudes. Dude. How do you do that? How do you? Well, I mean, we. I used to do that. I used to skate. I used to smoke. I saw an Asian fucking dude and he had no clue. Just get out of the gym and just light up in the front entrance. That's bad. Just waiting to go in. You're like, uh-huh. uh, you know this isn't like a fucking bar. Like, uh-huh. Get the fuck, like. That is so unhealthy in so many ways. It's working, so unhealthy. Smoking. It's for the people going in, you fucking idiot. And Don't smoking sm- before you work out, doesn't that like do something to your so, bloodstream? Or- it's so bad. You know what it was? Is because, okay, I think skating was the only sport where you could be like a piece of shit, unhealthy. You drink, eat <laughs> fucking Taco Bell. somewhat good be fucking good dude <laughs> most of the guys i know these guys have the shitty like okay these guys are like the worst role models when yeah. it comes to like their lifestyle uh, but what they do on the board fucking sick dude like, what the fuck dylan Ryder, reader D- dude he used to smoke cigarettes all the time that's well, why he why died, he didn't he? died? Yeah, he died fuck be- yeah dude he died so young he was 28 he bro like four packs a day like really? what are these people thinking four packs a day Some dude crazy amount that's not good it's at all, really man. Bad. Holy, and he was so fucking good. What just sucks too is like there's this shit that's actually made that looks like you know it kills people. Yeah, yeah. And it's like well, let's just make it anyways. But I guess yeah. you could say the same for beer. And yeah, but beers. I don't think beer is as bad as fucking. No, not cigarettes. No, not at all, dude. I always get scared when I hear the liver shit because like you know like I'm. I'm not an alcoholic, but I'm not one to say, like, I don't have my daily drink. Yeah. Like, the other day, like, I have one or two. Yeah. And, like, I've lost friends to alcoholism. But I always get freaked out because it's like, when is it too much? Yeah. Like, is two a day a lot, you know? or is as it... long, I think as long as you don't get fucking drunk as fuck or pass out, then you're good, you know? You know, that's the one thing I learned. I used to be like that. Dude, like me, yeah, you're talking to the fucking... And now, like, it feels good to get fucked up and then sober up. Like, yeah. you know, you had your fun, you know, by the time you, you, know, you go to Denny's and you sober up and you're good. But, like, I, I'm just glad I'm not the guy who's, like, you... on the dinner table fucking... Like, you, know... <laughs> you know that? There's always that guy yeah. like, dude, yeah. Martin's fucked up. That was me, man. That's why I don't drink anymore. Yeah, That's why I don't drink... That's why I only drink once it's a month. It's not enjoyable. Dude, it's that weird. was me, dude. I was fucking... I'd be the fucking savage at the fucking club dancing. Dancing. Fucking... The worst is when you go to the Denny's and then uh, it really yeah. kicks in. I would go... Dude, I would talk... Because I'm a friendly drunk. I talk to everybody. everybody. Everyone. Yeah. And, but when you get to the point where it's like... You know, when you're like bobbing your head yeah. and... Uh, throwing up. And everyone has to tell you like, dude. Yeah. And you had no clue. 
Oh, when like you black out? Night, bro, you were on one, you know, like... Yeah, that's why, dude. Fuck, man. I remember... I remember fucking, um... What the fuck's gonna say? Oh, yeah, dude. Nowadays, hangovers, they fuck me up, They man. fuck me up, dude. Hangovers? That's why I don't drink. That's why I'm... This is the only drink I'm gonna drink today. Well, that's why right now, it's like I can only do beer or, like, I, I won't fuck with shots. Uh, you know, like, I used to be that guy, like, if someone's like, here, finish my whiskey. And I'm yeah. like, no, I'm cool, dude. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Fuck no. You know, or, like, I don't drink beer during the day. Like, I used to be like that. Like, mm. I could I could throw down a fucking cocktail at 2 p.m. Fuck no. Because now I'm like, bro, I want to work out. Yeah. I skate. Like, to me, drinking is, like, end of the night shit. Like, yeah, podcast. Yeah. You know, comedy show, one before yeah. one when I'm done. It's kind of hot. Like, when I get home, done. How, like, a lot of girls drink wine before they go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get dehydrated so quick. That's yeah, why I think. Yeah, makes you fucking hella dehydrated. And bad wine gives you a headache, too. Yeah, oh, my God. That's why I don't do That's why I drink a lot of water when I drink. That's good, man. Look at this. I'm drinking my fucking water. Even though it's oh, even though it's one glass of fucking uh, well, beer. Well, you, you need to hydrate. That's mm. very important. So, yeah, I was going to tell you, um, yes. and everybody listening now, on the fucking Periscope, I have some other really great news. What? Um, so, okay, I don't know if you know this, but, um, I had a little side gig, and it was kind of one of my main sources of income to support, yeah. you know, what I'm doing. It was a lifeline, and, um, it was, I just, I just, I'm not good at, sh- I'm not good at jobs, like, I just, I hate jobs, man! I just, I'm starting to realize it's not just me. I'm seeing this ongoing trend with comics in general. You don't, the thing about me. Like, we hate authority. I hate people telling me what to do. I hate fucking reporting to somebody. I hate fucking. And we always uh, end up being, I swear, I I feel like I always end up being like that one, like, people report on. Yeah. Oh, the people, like, because. Well, because they hate on me. Because I go in there. You don't take, you don't take those jobs serious. Because, yeah. (laughs) They're in the meeting, like, you know how hard it worked for me to get this manager. (laughs) Like, I started from fucking swiping shit. (laughs) Bro, I don't care. Yeah. Because to them, that's their life. I just want a paycheck and do comedy at night. Like, all I want is that this keeps my lights on. And they get mad because to them, that's their life. And to you, that's just whatever. Like, this job, I was really trying hard. Like, I don't want to suck at anything. Mm. Like, I, I, you know, I think there was this quote that's like, you know, just because you're great at one thing, why stop there? Be great at everything. Yeah. And and it just, it was one of those businesses where, like, I wasn't a fit. Yeah. What, what was it again? It was e- selling e-cigarettes. Oh. A, yeah. I'm not into it. Yeah. So... B, it's like every day, like, you're trying to convince a fucking man on the phone to buy, like, papaya melon from you, or, like, why honeydew melon is the best flavor, So w- strawberry w- w- cream, and it's like... Where would you go? Did you, Would you go to, like, oh, a... Oh, they had us go door to door. Oh, they had really? They do, like, wacky shit, but it's a dying industry. It is, yeah. So I just couldn't put numbers up. Uh-huh. You know, I felt like every day I was going to just lose my job at any moment. Yeah. Were you making good money from that? Well, they thought because I was a comedian, they literally brought me on. They're like, you were supposed to be an all-star. You were supposed to be like LeBron of the Lakers. I'm like, bitch. Because you're out there every night? Well, because I'm like Mr. Personality, according to them. And I'm like, I never said I could do any of that. Yeah. Like, what I could do on a stage is on a stage because, like, it's jokes. Yeah. But I can't convince people to buy, like, shitty e-liquid. Like, it's not my thing. You you, you would sell the cartridges. So they, they, like, long story short, you know. And what sucks is they really cut me off at, like, the worst moment. 
Yeah. Like, I just paid rent. I had zero left. And they were like, you're gone. They didn't even let me finish my month out. That's horrible. So I went home, and I was just stress mode, right? Yeah. Like, what do I, I don't do? know what to do, right? I mean, I'm so desperate as to, like, I'm applying to, like, CVS. And, yeah. You know, I actually got, like, really good leads. Like, you know, there was people willing to offer me jobs. Like, I met yeah. a guy from CVS. He was like, I'll hire you. And then this, the people at the gym were like, we'll fuck with you. Oh, that'd be... But my pride was like, I don't want to do any of those things. Yeah. I don't want to do a show and then, like, sell a guy contact solution the next day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, oh, that's demoralizing. That's me. a headache to me. Like, imagine doing the improv and then I'm, like, I walk up to get toilet paper. I'm like, dude, weren't you at the... Yeah. Oh, you work here? I'm going to lose respect for you. Yeah. And it, it just was one of those things where I go... I'm not doing anything different. What am I doing that's, like, aligned with my goals? Yeah. Like, if anything, I was just, like, if you, you know, the, the side of me, the diehard side of me was, like, just put everything in storage and sleep on couches. Go all in with comedy. Fuck it, you know? Yeah. And so, finally, I wake up one morning, and I actually have a job with a gym, and they're, they're willing to give me the job. Uh-huh. But I'm just hearing like it's a nine to five. Oh no! And it's you have to. There's sales and the quota. Oh no! I hate that, dude. You know, I'd be that guy like while you're working out. I'd be like, "Hey, how's it going, man?" Yeah. Like, Good. so you, you come here often? Oh, you got no. any family? And just like, oh, that whole thing, just fake. And so I woke up one morning. I made. I said a prayer, but I said this prayer the way you would like pray if you got caught stealing. Yeah. And you don't want to get caught. Yeah, like, God, I swear. With all my heart. Yeah. And I like, it's just like, I just want a job where I could do me and, you know, I can do what I actually love to do. And I, I fucking said this prayer, like, I gave it everything I got. Yeah. And it was just me in this room, but I really meant what I said. Yeah. And someone told me, if you want something, you have to be very specific. Like, you just can't be vague when you pray you to God. You have, or... They have to know what you want and yeah. your intention has to be. Because it's like, how is he going to know? Exactly. Yeah. Five hours later, I'm at the skate park. I get I get hung up on a trick. I'm not landing it. Finally, it takes like a couple hours. Finally, I land the trick. I'm ready to go. And that's when I see the car pull up. And it just happens to be a friend who I've known for a while running this nonprofit and Few of my friends already have worked with him. Yeah. But I never ever see these things as like opportunities. Yeah. Like, we don't ever see opportunities. You're just like, oh, homie, because we're just. We we're, just see the homie shit, right? We're looking out for the comedy. That's what. We're looking out for the comedy. I'm just so happy to be like, oh, dude, I was trying to get these guys on the podcast because they have a really cool program. Mm-hmm. Their shit's nonprofit. It's about helping skaters better their lives. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is great. We do the podcast. We're talking just like this. I tell him the story about the gym. Yeah. I'm like, I got the interview tomorrow, and this dude straight goes, hey, man, don't work at the gym. Don't. Why? It's like, you know said in a way? It's like, you're a skater, dude. Like, don't. You don't want to be in a gym. Yeah. So I'm like, well, what's your solution? You Are you going to pay my bills or something? And yeah. he goes, well, actually, to be honest, we have a position that's opened up, and I would love for you to do it because I'm getting tied up with having to manage the skate team. I would want you to be like our marketing director. So you manage the skate team, you coordinate the sessions, you make videos, you got to build your YouTube channel, we want you to do more things within the community, like, Mm. they don't want it to be just skating, but more like, what the skaters can do outside of that. Yeah. Rather like, it's like, 
Okay, okay, cool. You kickflip and grind down, but like, what are you giving back to life? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so more of like going to skate parks, giving kids shit. That's so cool. You yeah. Know, making their lives lose their minds. You know. Yeah. Like, and uh, yeah, he paid me. Fucking, he got me. He he matched what I was gonna get, and he's like, "You're on salary." Oh So shit. now I'm like. I didn't think it was... I thought it was too good to be true. Yeah, dude, because those jobs seem too... Oh, they're way too good to Cause be it, true. Because after that, it's like, it doesn't go through... You know how many people call me every day? My dad called me four days ago. How's your new job? How's your new... Are you, like, secretly wanting me to, like, do bad? Or he's probably just making sure that you haven't lost it yet, you know? He, and, and I think everyone was thinking, like, it was too good to yeah. be true. Because there was another girl that was, like, I was dating. We got in a huge fight because she thought it was bullshit. Yeah. And no... Not only was this not bullshit, this dude meant every fucking word he said. He came through with everything he promised, and I didn't ask. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes you're kind of like, oh, like, they'll say something, and you hit him up about it, and it's all, like, bullshit. Yeah, uh, well, then what the No, he that? hit me up about it. So I was like, okay, this dude is serious. Legitness. So, yeah, so now with that, it's like. You know, I wake up with the biggest smile on my face. That's fucking awesome, dude. It's just because, like, it, I'm doing shit that's not making someone rich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I get there's got to be something in here which, whatever, it does create some sort of financial thing. But this is literally a nonprofit. Yeah. And it's funded by the government. Oh, really? That's so as cool. As long as we do the right things to make it fucking sustainable. Yeah, exactly. Which is promoting good word good vibes you know like a lot of these guys that are on this team shout out the idols you know a lot of them um they don't have anything hmm. and if it wasn't for skating they'd probably be dead gang yeah for fucking sure they're they're that mentality right or yeah die, but that's also why they're that good at skating yeah because like, they want to they want to get out of the hood man with their with their talent you know that's that there's that level of skating like we're at a level where we're good and we have fun but there's that next level where they're where fucking like, better than pros you're like a fucking athlete yeah you're like literally like a prodigy, like you're a Nigel Houston or you're some. But it's just you're just not insanely, the... extremely talented dude. And guess what? But the like, industry's just not paying attention to them. Not at all. And I feel like you know, like where I can come in to help is just show more of a a more positive aspect of these people. Yeah. You know, make like do some charity work. They want me to produce comedy shows for oh, them. Oh, cool! Yeah, that's awesome. Which I'll get you on board on that. Oh, thank so. you, man. Yeah, just in a whole new life, new place in my life. Dude, that's fucking awesome, man. Congratulations. That's good, man. But how nuts is that? It's like, I was out of a job. I was close to getting evicted because I was almost 30 days late on my rent. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. This guy this guy was like, he had it up to here. Really? And I didn't know what to do. I was like, I have to take this CVS job or I have to like... Starts giving out hand jobs at the gas station. <laughs> Dude, like, there's been so many times where I'm like, I'm on Craigslist. I'm like, people, I, people sell underwear. I'm gonna sell underwear to fucking dirty, dirty perverts. <laughs> I mean, whatever, like rob a fucking home, like a, a jewelry store. I don't know, like, but then to say a prayer and then five hours later yeah. come home with money in your pocket and a job. That's insane, dude. That was insane. Mm. When I was driving home, I was like, what just happened right now? And is this? I was literally, dog, I was like slapping myself. To this has to be a dream. This it is too to good be to be dream. true. It's way too good to be true. Dude. And I don't want to jinx it and I don't want to take it for granted. You no, know, no, no. Not, like everyone. No, because you're time. grateful, bro. You're fucking actually grateful for this shit, you know? I know. I, think, I see it as a fucking blessing, you yeah. know? So, like, you know, when I'm out there skating, like, I'll be the last guy to leave, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're paying me to skate? I'll work overtime. Yeah. 
Really, dude? This dude was like, we're, they wrapped it up at two. He was like, you're going to stick around? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to stick around, dude. Yeah. You're paying me to skate? I'll fucking yeah, I'll was, sleep over at your house, dude. You're pretty much a pro skater, dude. You're getting paid to you're skate. You're getting paid, and then, like, you know, it's cool to see, like, that caliber of skating around. Because yeah. I'm, you know, like, I love how good my friends are, but when you get to see dudes that are, like, flying off roofs and shit. Yeah. Hollywood high fucking That's insane. you know what I mean like thrasher shit you're like this is pretty damn cool like these guys are good okay look the way it is now they're especially like, they're like, like next level good like these guys dude the Olympics in two years skateboarding so there's so many opportunities now you know cause like after the dude I'm telling you after, after skateboarding, skateboarding yeah. comes down the Olympics it's dude good. every school is gonna have their own skate team I, I just watched a documentary there's a skate college dude yeah, Rick McCrane's doing a documentary. Well, it's, it's like, like that like you can get like scholarships. Yeah, That's yeah. Insane. Literally, if you don't like school, you can apply to this thing and get your GED and everything through there. That's fucking awesome. As as they should, because skateboarding is an actual legit fucking and, sport. No, they take you to a park, and your assignment is to like front one eighty switch crook down the rail or something. Damn, dude, I've seen like how <laughs> kids they like judge you on your back tail, and McCrane's like. Okay, I like it, but I don't know if this is hurting industry or uh-huh. helping it because it it removes the fucking anarchist part of skating, mm. which we used it to rebel. It well, was exactly, never a fucking system or it was a way to fucking escape. You know, it's not. It wasn't a. It wasn't a. I guess it's more of a chore now. Like it seems like a chore as opposed to us using skateboarding to fucking just blow some steam off and just be this is me this is fucking punk rock this is fucking you know gangster well what i love about these guys on the team is like it seems like they're less um fabricated skaters like i see a lot of youtube guys are just like you've been watching videos since you're young just looking at their footwork yeah and then you know you you just you can kind of see the authentic authenticity isn't there Mm-hmm. But like these guys that I skate, they skate like they're fucking hungry, bro. Like they like, like they got a mouth to feed tomorrow night, and they got to win the boxing match. It's like you don't have to fucking kill people back, live down a fucking fifteen. Yeah, like that Vincent. Uh, shout out to Vincent, man. Vincent like, who? Luinavos or something. Uh-huh. I mean, can't say his last name, but fuck. What What's the craziest shit you oh, seen him man. do? Man, well, look him up. I'll show you his video later. What do you do that amazing when you're watching him skate in person? He hard flipped a fucking a roof into over a, off of a roof over a street into the, fucking gravel into the street. Like it, he literally, there's a roof in LA, and he hard flipped over off the roof. It was like at least forty feet, and he stuck it perfectly. Yes. So anybody else will fucking. Like, you know how you play skate. You know the video game? Yeah. Are you like kickflip off the roof? Like, <laughs> you did you don't that care? In... Yeah. He did that in real life. <laughs> like video game shit. Okay, so like... And you're any... like, dude, you're high. It's hard to ollie off, I would say. Dude, not even ollie. Jump off. Really? I don't even think you would jump off of it. Did he bail on it? Or did he stick it first I, try? I, I guess he did something with that hard flip. That's insane, I dude. don't... Even to me, like, when I see it that big, I'm just like, I don't know how they roll away. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, when I see Jaws. Yeah. What the fuck, Kickflip, Kickflip mounting the roof. Well, not only that, he kickflip fucking those British stairs. The ones that Ali Balala wrecked himself, like, 15 years, no, 10 years ago? 15 years ago. How do you land and ride away without Kickflip mounting them, dude. Yeah, how do you ride away and not, like, break your 
fucking everything. The yeah, board exactly. Is- it's insane, dude. I love skateboarding, man. I watch skateboard videos every day, dude. I love it. You know what it is about skating? It's so hard, and we know how insane. Yeah. That I'm just not impressed by a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Because I know how crazy skating is. Like, oh, yeah, it's insane, dude. Yeah, like, no matter what you show me that's, like, cool or hard, I was like, you still can't hard slip off a roof. Like, yeah. Like, the street. Like, that's... Yeah, it's insane, I yeah. don't care what you do on the basketball or football. Yeah. Like, like to do that is, like, whoa, dude. That was, yeah. like, another level of something for me. Yeah, and I love how skateboarding is kind of like comedy, especially with the whole internet revolution, how like everybody's like making their own businesses. Yeah, everyone's just their own brand. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think, and a lot of skateboarders have talked about it, it's going to get to the point where there's going to be no skateboard brands anymore, because as and long it's as going to be everyone's YouTube channel. Yeah, because as long as, as long as you're a skateboarder that has fucking like 500,000 followers, you can be your own brand, you, you can, can make your own, own money. Well, because, you know, to think about it, we grew up, we were only limited to videos. Videos, we relying, magazines. Well, even, like, comedy. We were relying on TV, on HBO yeah, to produce something. Exactly. But now it's like, dude, how much shit is there on YouTube? Exactly. Russell Peters, he doesn't, he doesn't need anybody because he's making all that money on him on, by himself. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And it's like... I actually, now that I know the game more, I would rather do that. Yeah, dude, I don't care. I'd rather make TV. my own following, not mm-hmm. sucking anyone's dick. I don't doing care about fucking thing. TV, bro. I don't care. Like, yeah, TV's so dead. Yeah, it is, dude. TV's so fucking dead. Nobody dude. watches TV no anymore. No one cares about TV, dude. Actually, right now, it's like where it's at is Instagram, YouTube, fucking, you know, like getting on the Netflix shit. Like, that actually is what's yeah. huge. Even movies, like, who gives a fuck, you know? Yeah, like, movies are As long even... as it's on Netflix and it's it's got a long shelf life, you know? And, like, it's just comedy is so booming, dude. Oh, fuck, dude, it's insane. Comedy is, like, at its peak right now. It's insane. It's it's bigger than ever, and it's never going to stop. I think this is it. It's kind of like skateboarding. Skateboarding went through its waves, you know? Like, how it died in the mid-90s for a while. Yeah. Then after that, the late 90s, after Tony Hawk did the 900, since then, it's been on the same wave. Since then, it's been popular since fucking, like, late 90s. Yeah, it's just been on the trend. It hasn't, and it's not going to die ever again. It's, I don't think it's ever going to die, but you know what I think it's going to do? It's, it's definitely going to dilute. Like, I don't know. I don't... I think the comedy now has been great, but I, I haven't seen anything that made me, like, like hurt, you know? Yeah, it's not It's not going to get to that point any... I mean, there are going to be those specials. Like, I can't wait for Joy Diaz's special. Coming out, it's coming out, right? Yeah, yeah Netflix. So they, Netflix did go with it. I think, yeah. So it's just like now everybody's gonna have their own audience now, you know, their own fan base, right? But yeah, skateboarding's here to stay. It's never gonna, it's never gonna die again. Comedy's here to stay. It's not gonna die ever again because comedy's been on that boom since I think two thousand nine, two thousand eight, when it just fucking exploded. And I think it was with Angela Johnson. She started the. She internet. started the internet. Fucking it well, her her interview was sick because even when she said she got in, she wasn't trying to be a comedian. She so everyone kind of looked at her differently, yeah. you know, because she just created that little yeah. thing. So she had to like figure it out. Exactly. You know, but she was like fucking prodigy from from the get. Yeah. And so it was her. She was the, she was the one that kind of like created that whole fucking thing from just like one bit. And then there was, of course, people before her, like just like probably two years before her, that fucking also blew up around the. I, I would say they're like the same era, her, Russell Peters, and Dane Cook. 
Russell Peters got really famous. On fucking YouTube? Yeah, it's insane. It was that one special, too. Yeah, that was recorded probably like five years before. But you know what made it great is his ability to reach out to all the races. Exactly, dude. But these people understand it's like, when you get racial, like, I get, like, people are like, oh, don't do that. PC culture? Fuck that shit, bro. You get these people that you won't even think would fucking. Yeah. Now you got the Chinese fucking with They you. love it. They you love got, it. Because in other countries, you know, some of this shit, they don't understand, like, like some of those other countries just like simple jokes sometimes. Yeah, and they just want to hear about themselves, you know. Like, oh, he's talking about, about us. their country yeah. or whatever. Very simplified. And, and I think now it's like everything's breaking it down. And it's like, you know, these long form, you know, hypothesis things. and You know, and it's like... It's cool, but, you know, someone who's, like, simple in a village <laughs> wants to just hear a simple joke. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, and that's where Russell Peters comes. Fucking, uh, Gary Glasses kills it, too. He's got a huge fan base around the world. Yeah. Because they're easy. Like, those guys make the most money because they're the easiest to follow. Yeah. It's like, like, they may not have the most diehard, like, hipster fan. Who cares about those guys? But yeah. they'll have people in another country selling out your show. Like, that's... Yeah. I saw a listicle... That's the 10 worst comedians ever. Um, they gave Russell Peters it. Uh, it was uh, Dane Cook, Larry the Cable Guy, uh, fucking uh, Jeff Dunham, and basically all these fucking multi-millionaire comics. That but fuck- like, why, why, who the fuck made that list It's up? a fucking hipster that was like, oh, this, it's not smart like, bitch, comedy. let me see you. Yeah, exactly. Fucking, what, what did he say was the worst one? Larry the Cable Guy, fucking Jeff Dunham, Dane Cook. I'm like, dude, these guys don't give a fuck about your opinion. These guys have fucking huge fan, a huge like, fan okay, base. Like, okay, the Dane Cook thing, like, everyone needs to stop. Dude, he's Because he, there he's was successful. a time where it was funny, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you say. In the early 90s, the Dane Cook shit was fucking funny, dude. Oh, yeah. Everyone jumped on that shit. He became pop culture. Mm-hmm. Like, it will, like... I don't know what he's doing now, but, like, shut the fuck up. Like, critics annoy the fuck like out that of me, dude. fucking hipster comics. The hipster comics. Like, and let me guess who the top ten are. Natasha Leggero, Moshe Kasher. It's like, yeah, you're funny. I've seen your special, bitch. But, like, like these guys are like, fucking. You, you, let's see you run an arena. Like, I get it. You're funny. No disrespect. Awesome. But, like, a Gabriel Iglesia arena, like, if you had to have one of those guys, I don't think they could handle that fucking level. And that's why I think it's sad how fucking Comedy Central, I haven't seen him fuck with Gabriel or Jeff Dunham, Dunham in a while, and it's like, dude, these guys are fucking killing it. These guys are fucking selling that shows. Well, why are you trying to... Because wh- I think they think it's, like, hacked to them. Yeah, but shit. it's like, dude, because you could tell it's some fucking hipster guy working the fucking like he's an executive producer at comedy central trying to fucking put in the what he thinks is cool when the world doesn't give a fuck about fucking your opinion about fucking kale salads or fucking well that's what i mean that's why (coughs) find your own shit yeah you know i get it like these people you know you you get that you get them and you get their audience but you know what you can get your own audience. Yeah. We can get it through here. We can get it through Periscope. Like, exactly. And that's why I love doing this, man. Well, my shit's about 10 right now. What are we at? I'm at 57. You're at 57? Oh, shit. I'm at 50. You're okay. about in right now, huh? You know what? We'll come back for a part two. I'm going to get another beer. Do yeah. you want to do like just a closer? I think I'm, I'm just going to close it right now, but we can close yours. Okay, guys. Give me. We're going to be right back. 
All right, guys. Um, shit, I'm fucking buzzed. I think I'm good with beer because one more I'll be fucking gone. Oh no, where is it, dude? Shit. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to us rant about fucking comedy and just the politics of it. And hope you guys enjoyed it. When I get when I get buzzed. Uh, oh shit, that was nasty. When I get buzzed, I get very passionate about comedy. You know my career. And yeah, man, I just get very detailed and I can't fucking talk, man. <laughs> I just get very fucking intricate about what I talk about and the passion and the career I'm following. But thank you for listening, guys. Hope you guys had a good time. So remember, uh, we're filming a thing for Amazon Prime. And you know what? I'm going to announce it. My special is going to come out soon. I'm going to record a fucking special. I'm going to do it. It's now hard to do it. And it, even if it doesn't go on fucking Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime, I'm going to fucking put it out on fucking YouTube, you know? Shout out to Tony Baker, the homie. He's killing it on Instagram. And he recorded his own special. He independently produced it. And I'm going to go that route because why am I going to wait around for a fucking network to try to produce my own special? Fuck that shit, homie. All right, guys. That's it. Please subscribe. Please leave a comment. I'm going to do more fucking episodes this week because you know why? Why not? I love you guys. Bye.